Welcome to the Arrow Panel Podcast. This is the post-KAC episode, the real thing. The uh, the post-KAC, post-super-extra-exclusive. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Buzzard, a.k.a. James McGarren. I'm Roger Clark, at Roger Clark on Twitter. I'm Dalton Runberg, Blue Chows. Omid Farvar, Demo, at Bromead. Fresh, fresh off the boat from Japan. Right? <laughs> yeah, sure am. So how was it? Oh man, <laughs> I gotta I gotta say, one of the things that I went to was the literal best thing <laughs> that I've ever been to. Was it the concert? The other thing that I went to <laughs> <laughs> was uh, fell a little flat. Ah. Yeah, but we can talk about those in a little bit. I thought you were going to say Mossburger or Moss, the oh donut place. God. Yo, Mossburger <laughs> has like gyros meat burgers. Like if you get a Mossburger, it just tastes like lamb. So yeah. So it's like, it's amazing. Cause you, I don't know, have you ever had a gyros burger? Like no. Mossburger yeah. will help you out. Interesting. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I, I went twice. But yeah, um, super fun trip. Uh, my girlfriend went with me as well. And um, we did some Dady stuff, some DDR stuff. And uh, Hakone Night, which was super fun. Ooh, yeah. Cool. Private that's, onsen. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Oh, well, you went there, too. I went there last year. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, it was beautiful. It was very cool. Yeah. It's a good spot. I yeah. went last month, too. Oh. So. Ah. Yeah. You, you got to get on that, James. <laughs> that's, 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 I know. I'm the only one that hasn't been. That's where Neon Genesis Evangelion takes place. Does it's it really? Yeah. It's also one of the hardest levels in uh, Initial D. Okay, that's. I was thinking that because when I was going up there, my taxi driver was like going like twenty, and I'm like, I swear I've seen this place before in my dreams. And then I thought about it, and I was like, No, that was real. It was a video game. Yes, yeah. oh, it man. was not dreams. It's in all the dreams. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's that insane. big mountain. And, oh, it's yeah, so twisty. beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. Rad. See, I took the train up, and and it was like a switchback train. It like went up, and then it like stopped. Oh yeah. And then it like started reversing, and it went the other way, <laughs> and it time. and it just kept doing switchbacks. That the train like went both ways up the mountain um so train drifting multi-track drifting. yeah basically wow. it's just uh, lombard yeah it's <laughs> yeah. basically yeah. yeah it was it's really cool though so yes if you go to japan go to hakone and uh there i, th- I believe there's a couple of uh, very popular ddr players from hakone too uh was it rabbit is oh, really? rabbit from hakone she's from the I believe north she's part. from uh hokkaido hokkaido oh that's right cool yeah D- different H name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hakone is just a, a totally. I doubt there's a DDR machine anywhere there. Yeah, uh, it, it, I don't it's, think it, there's there probably used to be there. at some point. Yeah, yeah I'm sure it, they it, used it's to. a very mountainous, uh, <laughs> remote sort of area. But in all, in any place in the world, I feel like Japan would be the place where you'd come across a random DDR machine in the mountains. Probably. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere. Pretty much. Probably. Where else would that happen? Yeah. But yeah, for those who are unaware, um, there were two really big tournaments that happened. Uh, while I was over there, and um, the first one was a player-run tournament uh, hosted by Kaze573, a.k.a. Hudson, um, and that was called Super Extra Exclusive. Um, Dalton did a ton of work on the branding sense, um, and it was super awesome to see it all come together. Uh, Funga ended up winning that one, and definitely the most hype matches I've ever seen. Fefem's getting, you know, some of the highlights, Fefem's getting, uh, he's the best Korean player, um, and our uh, eventual KAC back-to-back winner, in case you're not sure who Fefem's is. <laughs> um, you can follow him at, at F-E-F-E-M-Z-1, the number one. He used to have a really um, incomprehensible yeah, well, yeah, I'm name. so thankful for so that. He changed his name. Um, but yeah, just some of the, quickly, just bullet list, some of the highlights. Uh, super extra exclusive. Definitely recommend going to DDR-Koji. Uh, his YouTube will have an archive of the VODs you can check out. 
Um, Thethems ended up breaking the world record for Endymion Challenge, the hardest song in DDR on a warm-up. <laughs> on a warm-up. So he didn't even, he, he's just, you know, he got like one or two misses, which is absolutely incredible. That guy, I don't, I don't even know what to unreal. say. Um, I mean, Chris Chris broke the, uh, Chris the, broke the, EX, the record. EX record. Another highlight for yeah. sure. Yeah, he yeah. he got uh, 27.06, I think. 800 plus Marvelous's double-digit perfects. Yeah. An Endymion challenge. Yeah, and seven greats. I, yeah. I, I, it's blah, un, blah, blah. unfathomable. Unfathomable. Think, so he was, actually, he was actually telling me the other day, yeah, his previous best on it was 2698 or something shot, like that. He broke it by like 60. No, no, no. His best was 2698. So he only broke it by like 10. Oh, okay. But he, he told me that he actually, uh, uh, intentionally misses some arrows mm-hmm. on, on some of the crossovers and things uh, to maximize EX versus like specifically going for machine score. So he ended, he got like seven greats, but like sixteen or eighteen misses or something. Right. But I, I think a lot of those were from him intentionally missing certain arrows to optimize his his. Uh, MA. That's crazy. Yeah, interesting strategy. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that weekend. I don't think I've ever seen. Endymion Challenge played so many times. No, definitely not. Yeah, like, it came up in KC as well. It's and... such a high variant song. You, it's so good to be good at, right? Um, yeah. The Delta, when you're playing Cumulative EX, the Delta is always so big. Yep. So um, that was one of the things about the Super Extra Exclusive Tournament. It was Cumulative EX on two songs. Yeah, so the bummer, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, right? So uh, you're correct. First two rounds, single limb, Cumulative EX, two songs only. So there's no ties, uh, unless you literally tie an EX. Um, but that basically allowed us to cut to top eight almost immediately. Uh, I think it took like three hours. Um, Which is immediately so, in DDR yeah, tournament oh, totally, to, yeah. uh, time and scale. I, <laughs> but it sucks because um, first round I had to play Takasuke, very strong doubles oh, yeah. and singles Japanese player, but mostly doubles. Um, and I beat him pretty soundly and I felt like pretty good about going into round two and actually making it to top eight. I just had to win like two more songs and then I get paired against Chris and it, like last year what happened is I had to play Chris first round and it's just like that's that's the beauty of single limb it's like especially in a tournament get, where so many people are good like oh, yeah. everybody's a killer it's crazy so um so that was my personal experience um the other thing I just want to call out is Fungas ridiculous idola score yeah oh, right, which is one yeah. of the hardest 17s four perfects you get two or four? It's four. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Cut, and, cut down from nine, I think. Right, and Chris also got a ridiculous score. Like, I think he also he got, like, nine, so he tied the old world record. Or, yeah, he got, like, 11, I think, which, 11, was, yeah, which yeah. is pretty close. But, yeah, yeah I mean, the, the whole tournament, uh, you know, I was watching live, the live stream and stuff, and it was just... <clears throat> So many close matches. Yeah, you could tell everybody was doing their absolute best. Yeah. Which is, I right. think, I just thought that was so entertaining. Yeah, and it's just and like, that machine is in great shape. Oh, it's it's so like good. the pads are modded. They're they're pretty uh, flush. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, you so know. If, if nobody's familiar, this uh, this tournament takes place at uh, Eternal Tower. Which Formerly is, known as Tri Tower. Yeah. yeah, which had another name before that. Too. <laughs> Eternal Amusement Tower? Uh, I think so, yeah. I, I don't know. Something like but, that. But uh, anyway, so it's kind of, it's it's sort of like the closest you're going to get to like a hometown, like, you know, mom and pop arcade uh, in Tokyo. Yeah, it's not a big chain like Round 1. Yeah, or, like, or, or Taito like Station. station. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a lot, of, uh, a lot of chains, especially in Tokyo, less so outside of Tokyo. Um, but yeah, so like everybody there is uh, super into... Uh, rhythm games and so all the rhythm games are uh, very well maintained mm-hmm. and well taken care of and some of the best Japanese uh, at least from the Tokyo area uh, Japanese DDR players play at 
Eternal Tower. Yeah, I was just there on like a random Saturday like a couple months yeah. ago and like Zero Wolf and Hoshikashi yeah. Yeah. and like just like a bunch <laughs> of other people DDR were there. Koji, DDR yeah. Koji. It was like killers. we're just happened to be going to play that day. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess that's if, if somebody came from Japan and went to like round one San Jose and they're like, oh, yeah. Chris for Life is here. Fungus <laughs> here. Demo's here. Like, yeah. you know, what you just see all these like that's true. The, yeah. These random people, like in one spot, highly concentrated. It is. I like mean, the, it's the like the round one has become that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's yeah. the round one San Jose of Japan, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah. Also, I, uh, before we move on, I just wanted to say that uh, extra exclusive. This is actually the second year where um, Hudson did extra exclusive, and uh, so last year was was also amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they rented out basically the entire floor. The, the, of the yeah, this year it was and on like a, a different event floor. Yeah, yeah sort of even whole better. This dedicated year. floor, yeah. 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 I mean, anybody's welcome to enter. Um, it's really hard to qualify. This year it was two 16s. Um, and your well, the qualifiers were easier this year than they were last they year. They were, for sure. They were, for sure. Um, and uh, they're basically what uh, I think Hudson has done the past two years, um, in case you're unfamiliar with how you can get into this, because the name is kind of off-putting, um, probably. Also, if you don't know what this is, this is a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> that was set up by Hudson Felker, a.k.a. Kaze, right. uh, basically because everyone thinks the Konami Arcade Championships DDR tournament is dumb. <laughs> so they set up this player run kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last year it was after. It was the day after. This year it was the day before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- just so that like because so many uh, out-of-country players and even out-of-city, out-of-Tokyo players are going to be in Tokyo 4KC, they're like, hey, why don't we just have a tournament sort yeah. of thing. No, that's perfect segue. So just the top 20 um, of the KC qualifying basically gets a buy into the tournament. And if anybody doesn't show up, they just, fi- um, Hudson fills the bracket with I, those I, top 20. No, I think this yeah. year, this year was, I think it was, if you got top 32 world. Top 32. Yeah, if you got top 32 world, you automatically qualified. And then... And any of those people that didn't show up, that's how many open spots there, there were, you go. were for yeah. other And qualifiers. that's what you qualify for. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Um, if you hear about it around KAC time next year, like, try to qualify. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm really hoping that Konami was aware of it. I, I they had to, to have they, been. They oh, had to the, the funny thing was, is that this year, because it was the day, oh, b- yeah. the day before KAC, <laughs> that everybody was wearing the shirts, yeah. which, shout out, I designed. <laughs> the, Excellent. Uh, yeah, which, everybody was amazing. wearing the shirts Logo's so sick. at KAC. Somebody must have Of their noticed. super exclusive, super extra exclusive shirts, <laughs> like, at KAC. And it specifically has, like, DDR arrows on it and like last year it didn't have any like specific DDR iconography on it at all Um, this year it did Um, can I give you a perfect analogy for what it felt like (laughs) (laughs) Hunger Games the, like the mocking J symbol, that's what that's what it was. Oh. It was that. Super extra exclusive was our mocking J. Gotcha. That's great. <laughs> that's uh, fun. But yeah, speaking of KC, which as Roger said is the, the Konami Arcade Championship, the the official tournament slash exhibition slash sort of the reason for the slash season. advertisement. Slash yeah, yeah, a marketing event. The marketing event. At the yeah. uh, Japanese amusement expo. Um, was controversial we'll say i guess uh i think a lot of people were, were sort of let down not without controversy yes yeah, so there's uh yeah there's there's some good things and some bad things uh, that came out of it but uh anyway the good thing is it's a great show it's really fun to watch um the there's a brand new version of ddr that was announced that we'll talk about in a few minutes um, but the unfortunate side is this brand new version of ddr comes with a new cabinet that nobody was really familiar with 
Um, and so players really weren't able to play their best on it. And players didn't get a chance to play on the new software, which may yeah. be well-adjusted to it. Um, yep. They were playing on DDR Ace on a new DDR A20 cabinet. Yeah, yeah so yeah. the the complaints I saw the most from everybody was that the, the screen is a lot bigger. It's 55 inches, which is much closer to like the size of like a pump screen, a uh, pump-it-up screen. And uh, it's lower too, because it's it's basically just a dance rush cabinet body, mm-hmm. um, and the dance rush floor is not as tall as the DDR pads are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so when you're standing up on the DDR pads, it's even like you're even higher up, and so like people had yeah. to adjust their their angle of of view, you know, which it, it's a hard thing, or you know, it puts your neck in a different position, which may you know hurt your breathing. Um, it, it could offset your kind of like focal point. Yeah, like, exactly. I got to stand on it. It's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah um, for Broson, uh, Brosoni, a Japanese player specifically, who plays on reverse, um, that's even lower. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, that, that you have to look way far down to, you know, see the targets or, you know, wherever you look on the screen. Um, it, yeah, it just kind of seemed... Yeah, not to mention, you know, just like resolution differences. You know, it's like if you're really used to playing on white cabs, you know, you get used to that. And it's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's just a drastic departure. I think the biggest problem that we saw during the tournament was that everyone was getting pad misses. Right. And well, well, not, not, not everyone. Well, okay, not, not everyone. Fafems was not. Yeah. And even, you know, even 513 was, he was doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the pads were not... As what as we're it. used to playing on. Yes. And the, also, I think DDR machines, just in general, require some breaking in. Yeah. Which this, as a brand new machine, clearly did not have. Mm-hmm. One of the most striking things, I thought, was uh, how exhausted everybody was after playing it. Even the ones that seemingly were unaffected by it, like Fafems and 513. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's that's indicative of how hard... They had to step on these pads. To... Yeah, I mean, and it also it's, you know, a big tournament, so everyone's giving it their all. Yeah. Which, yeah. You yeah, know, it's, it, it's another thing that you're... Quite a bit more than last year, I think. You know, yeah. like last year, I feel like they were definitely, you know, sweaty, but this this year was I think sweatier. it's just cold playing 19s. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> that too. Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah I, don't... I don't think anybody's going to be feeling good after Endymion Challenge. <laughs> yeah. Or, or like, like, first song of the day, OTP Challenge, like Jeff had to play. Yeah. Like, I, I yeah, but like, I don't know, like, super extra exclusive, the, the top... top for you know like the players were not like sitting on the pads gasping for air (laughs) well they're more warmed up by that point yeah Yeah, but but yeah uh that that was an issue um but Fafems did play really well he pfc'd delta max challenge which is a 17 and possession challenge which is a hard 18 yeah it's incredible um i i think a lot of it was just his play style well, is he that... plays a lot of pump it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the the gold cab on uh, the DDR gold cab is like you said very similar to like a pump TX cab, yep. a huge well, one. Well, yeah, but I mean even even playstyle on like his movement of his feet and like how hard he hits things and like how he applies pressure, maybe coming over from playing pump, you know, playing on his toes a little bit more and just applying more direct downward pressure to the the panels yeah i wonder what it is exactly rather than i mean because american players specifically funga and chris um they have this itg background where you very minimal play style concentrated towards the center yeah where you're just trying to use as little movement as possible and 
that may not translate super well to a, a new cabinet that, as Roger said, may not have been broken in. Mm-hmm. Um, or modified in any way. Or, or, yeah, modified in any way. Um, also, I think the the the, the uh, corner panels of it are a different material. Yeah, I think they're plastic. They're not metal. Oh, really? I, didn't I mean, I mean... I mean, I they're, 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 I mean, they have, like, lights in them and yeah, stuff, so, so, so they're not metal. Like, the side it, of the screen has lights, which are super distracting. Oh, yeah, they, oh. apparently in Dance Rush, you can turn that off, though, I think. Okay. Oh, but, but, yeah, I mean, the, the corner panels of the pad, like, had lights in them, so there's, like, it's, like, plastic on top, which hmm. I, I don't know how that affects movement if, you know, your if feet, at all, yeah. if, if your feet are kind of touching it. Like, yeah, it, because it, it, I would assume it would create more friction, yeah, right? Yeah, well, rather, yeah, rather than the metal. From what I could tell, the, uh, so the, the center panel is still metal. Yeah, but uh, the corner panels, because they put lights underneath oh, the pads, are plexiglass. I think, which or, is like, or, yeah, something. It's like the same material that they use to make the panels, hmm. uh, the the steppable panels on the on the pad. And yeah, that has a lot of implications. Like it's much harder to do the rounded edges on plexiglass than it is on the on the metal piece in the middle. Mm. Uh, so that probably means that the edges were sharp. On the on the corner panels, yeah, so you might get which caught a little bit more. Catch your your feet. When yeah, you're it's just all those like it's just a bunch of little things. I think yeah. that that kind of all added up to a not ideal experience for this yeah. supposed like world tournament, world championship tournament, playing on brand new hardware. Yeah, that yeah. people you know that people are not familiar with. Um, somebody had mentioned like in in Discord or somewhere like. Oh well, you know the other games had to play. You know they had to, like Sound Voltex had to sight. They had to sight read a song, and I'm like, I guarantee everybody in that in the DDR tournament would have rather sight read a new 18 or 19 than and play than, on a than, new than, than play on a new yeah. cabinet. Yeah, Absolutely. that's like no question. Yeah, it, it and it would be a better test of skill anyway, mm-hmm. rather than than just this weird fluke of a cabinet that that people aren't used to i think it hurts people's confidence too because you you get a lot of confidence when you when you know especially you go like to the other side of the world and you're playing on a machine that it's the same machine that you've been practicing on for years mm-hmm. uh and then you, suddenly you're in this very unfamiliar environment and mm-hmm. on stage and i think it's that just was like brissoni's attitude towards it it's yeah. just like I like I got here and then like this kind of happened. This yeah. kind of thing happened, which yeah. is like just really unfortunate. It makes sense why they would do it, because they want to show off the new thing that they made, which like even though we're kind of complaining about it right now because it like made the tournament kind of suck, it's cool, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like they're making a new DDR machine, mm-hmm. which they did not do for uh Ace. Like they just reused the one mm-hmm. that they had yeah. before, and yeah, so this I mean, means here in the U.S. we feel like it's a new thing right. for Ace, but it really wasn't. Yeah, so that's right. Not only did they make an entirely new cabinet, whether or not they reused some parts from Dance Dance Rush or not, <laughs> some, some uh, parts, <laughs> but also they they made a a new version of DDR, which there is in development. Obviously, um, kind of shows that they still care. Yeah. And that yeah. they're going to be... There's probably got some life left in the scene, which and, is really and, good. And they also premiered DDR Mobile. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which I also got to play, and that was a trip. Did you get to try... So one, one of the other things that they announced was, uh, in, in addition to DDR Mobile, they, yeah. have, they have these new controllers. Yeah. For the home controllers. Yeah, I played a one of the soft them, one. Yeah, so one, one of them was a hard one. Did you get to try the hard one? I didn't. Uh, what did you think of the soft one? If you could put yourself... In the fourteen-year-old Omid, it's mindset. it would be leaps and bounds. It's probably still is the best soft pad I've ever played on. Really? Oh. Yeah, like it. Um, you remember being in like Jimboree and like <laughs> you had those like big 
foam jigsaw pieces. Uh-huh. Right? Um, think of, like, that with, like, audio foam density. Uh, it's okay. kind of... It's like it, it's not it's not the nice it's, it's not the crinkly that we're so no, used to that no, that no. that ASMR DDR pad sound. <laughs> no, it's a hundred percent not crinkly, and it's like very <laughs> dense and like rubbery and spongy is huh. the best way I can. I I, Some, I feel like like Afterburner or something came out with a pad that was I kind of Red Octane. Yeah, Red, Red Octane. Red Octane. Yeah. Or yeah, right. Afterburner right. was the, no, right. the metal pad, but I think Red Octane had. I think a, we're thinking of the same one. Had like a relatively thick foam one, but yeah. this could be even better. Than I think that. it's better. Yeah. Common complaints with these with these soft pads. I if anybody is still playing on soft pads, we'd love to hear about it. I don't know if, <laughs> if that's if that is. Still <laughs> send us a but, tweet. But uh, yeah, so the common complaints are like it slides around a lot. And uh, also, you can't feel where the panels are. So that so. that was a for sure thing. I had no idea uh, if I was stepping on the thing or not. Um, it all felt like one piece. And also, doing jacks was impossible. Uh, yeah. Like, eighth note jacks at, like, 170 was, like, not going to happen. Yeah, but I'm still really excited because we all got started on soft pads, I think. For sure. I think it's for great. Sure 2DX I started controllers. In the arcade. <laughs> <That's fun>. 2DX <laughs> controllers. Soundvoltex controllers. Oh, yeah. Mobile. Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's a, yeah, there's a big a lot push, of, yeah. this, which is is really good Sweet. for um, anybody outside of Japan because you know arcades. Sorry, I can't help you oh. with Twitter. Well, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I don't think we need any help with Twitter. We're on it constantly. <laughs> we have at Roger Clark at our service. All right, maybe we'll cut this out. Anyway, uh, so this is really good for for people outside of Japan because you know arcades are not as uh, easy to come by uh, as they are in Japan. So. Having home controllers for Soundvoltex and DDR, and yeah, it's gonna be great. I, I don't know if they'll be officially sold to the U.S., but there are some ways people can get them here. I'm oh sure. yeah, they'll make it over. And I have a feeling that it's who knows what's gonna happen. Like honestly, like the the software seems like it wasn't done right. It, it was a weird setup because they had. I'm sure you saw photos. They had like a device that was landscape <laughs> and extremely. It was just a, it was just like a 60 inch display. And so that is what you could watch. Um, they also had like tablet size screens or so. But you can hold. Um, no, no, no. So that was that was the thing. It, it was like how do I explain it? There's a facsimile of like a tablet on that bigger screen, oh. and there was four of them, one for each player. And what it would show you is it basically would cut the screen in half, and half the top half would be the targets, and the bottom half would be the scrolling arrows. I see. So it's really proof of concept. So right I'm going to try to summarize it again one time. Really big display landscape. And then for the four pads that are connected to that, four tablet-sized corners like you would have in, like, Mario Kart multiplayer. Yeah. And those had targets at the top half and then scrolling arrows at the bottom half going at, like, 1.5x. Hmm. And we've got to play Show Me Your Moves trick. Or what is it? <laughs> St- Standard. Difficult? Difficult, difficult yeah. Um, and we got to play... Oh, another song I don't remember, but yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, um, what I wonder exactly what's going to happen with it because <laughs> number one, like, what's the deal with them making a DDR for tablets and phones? Yeah, right. Like there it's used to be DDR solid. for iOS, DDR S. I think that's what yeah, it was called. Yeah. But that was like intended to be played with your hands, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of and with this. Idea. It's like obviously they're releasing controllers with it. Yeah. Well, so, somebody said it, it will also be available on on PC. Yeah. I guess. Mm-hmm. So I don't know that it's specifically limited to to mobile. Devices right. I, I hope I hope it's PC and you know they I hope they bring it to consoles because if they if the yeah. pads connect with USB, 
Put on the Switch, put on the PS4. See, Switch would be really interesting, right? Because Switch, you can use it. Yeah, and and it docks to your TV, right? But like, I agree. Like, I think it's such a it's such a permanent setup with such an impermanent device. Like, it's just it's like yeah, yeah. You need to have the floor space. It's like buying an it's like buying an Oculus and then like literally not buying anything else and then putting it in like a two by two room and it's just like okay here you, here's your rift and you're just but like, maybe maybe they thought about this i assume yeah. they have yeah, yeah. i'm it, excited to see what, like it, you said i'm excited to see what it, it still seems really early on I, th- I think the real news obviously is that they announced the next version of ddr yeah and the crowd reaction to the announcement was just amazing oh, yeah. yeah there's so many videos of so it you on, were there on what, yeah, I have, what was I have it, a video of it was it electric oh my god <laughs> it was hilarious because a lot of us were doing the same thing where it's like uh, if you haven't seen the animation, you should see it. It's really cute. But basically, they tease um, you. They tease you for like a good five, ten seconds. And it, <laughs> I watched my recording of the whole thing in the crowd um, back. And um, what you can hear me say, which I didn't notice I did this, was just like, uh huh, uh huh. Like I'm waiting for them to spit out the next version. Mm-hmm. And as soon as they're like, you know, uh, whatever, whatever they said, ver- version next or whatever, whatever, or new version, whatever they said on screen. Everybody's just like, ha! Ah! <laughs> That's awesome. So it was just like totally like that Vince McMahon meme, the, the three minutes. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, it's uh, exactly uh, what it was. One hundred and ten percent what it was. Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was very cool. And it's so, what we've all been waiting for, really. Yeah. So yeah, so the the next version is going to be called A two O. Ace two O. Or Ace two O. Yeah, sorry, Ace two O. Kind of like H two O. Yeah, kind of like which is something you're going to need if you're playing Ace two O. <laughs> It's kind of a weird name, but also I don't care. Yo, yeah. Konami, can you give me a twenty? <laughs> oh, yeah. Could it? Could it happen? It might happen. I don't know. It seems obvious that they will make a twenty, even though they probably don't need to. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> already bad enough at nineteen. Yeah, nineteens are impossible enough. Like here, here's a twenty that four people can pass. Yeah. No, see, I was saying, can you give me? A20, like the version. Like, can you give me A20? Oh, give like me a 20. One, uh, one noun. Can you give me a, t- a 20? A 20. Or that, no, no, pe- people at the arcade no. will, will be saying the same thing. Oh, I will, we'll stick to A20. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's clearly, you know, it's not the same UI. They've It's like a totally new theme. Mm-hmm. And uh, it seems like it's just kind of like this maybe... I kind of got this like Japanese bubble vibe from it, like sort of like a a nightclub kind of situation. Um, yeah, it has a gold like spark- sparkly, sparkly sparkly background sort of, and which then, is uh, good, right? But, but then yeah, yeah, like sort. Of, I mean the the A twenty logo, which oh boy, did Twitter have fun with that because <laughs> it looks like uh, four twenty. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really get the joke there, but everybody was really hype about it. Um, it, you know, kind of sharp and like like red lettering. Um, so it's kind of an interesting contrast yeah. with that and the sparkly gold background. It'll, mm-hmm. it'll be cool to see what the the new theme looks like. The thing, yeah, the thing that comes to mind immediately for me is uh, 2DX gold, which mm-hmm. there was a 2DX gold version. And L- lots of jokes about that too. Yes, mm-hmm. indeed. But um, I think it, there could be some foreshadowing there because um, there was kind of a music theme with with 2DX gold. It was kind of all about. Um, to me, it was kind of all about like getting pumped up and hyper like the announcer was like really into it on on 2dx gold michael all mode michael all mode that's right <laughs> i'm michael all mode. Oh, <laughs> make it make money 
Yeah. It's uh, 2DX Gold! They played a couple of clips of songs. Uh, one of them was obviously like menu music, which sounded really good. Yeah. And a couple like small little clips of other songs. I heard there was kind of like a footworky kind of song in there. Maybe it was like kind of like a, there was like a Jersey Club kind of beat. And uh, yeah, it just, it just seemed kind of nice. Yeah, we'll see. All they have to do is bring in all 2DX and Sound Voltex songs. <laughs> well, yeah, all I mean. Done. We- we we had a, we had a question about that actually. Oh really? Um, from somebody on Twitter, <laughs> from Nick Nine on Twitter, uh, he said, "Do you think O O O from Two DX, which I do not know that song, it's so good. Such it's a good like song. I know it's basically I, like I, I know uh, QQQ. <laughs> yeah. O O O oh, is yeah. is in the vein of the Ryu, din the din other Restar songs like uh, Din Don Don mm. or A Mermaid Girl." Except it's kind of got like a dubstep infusion. Ah, so better. Okay. But QQQ is even better than OOO. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Nick9 asks, uh, do you think OOO from 2DX will be in A20? In I hope A20? so. Uh, what songs would you like to see crossed over from other Bamani games? Oh my god. So many good I, songs. How much time you got? <laughs> he says, I'm hoping for uh, Gun- Gungnir, yeah. uh, Col- Coliseum, Chemical Cookie, and Dynamite. Yo, Gungnir. Which are all I'm... song titles. I definitely oh know. Oh my god. Dynamite's Gung... a uh, Usao song. Oh, oh, I do know that one then. Gungnir would be a 20, for sure. So I want to see more dubstep, I think. So like yeah. Summer from 2DX. What maybe? is this, 2013? I mean, okay. so when <laughs> the it comes... bandbox song, song, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a fantastic song. So, so I, I, I keep thinking about that song. Oh, really? Song. I'd I love to I'll play it. it. Yeah, because yeah, uh, I keep thinking about how dubstep is just such a great uh, genre for DDR mm-hmm. because it's just it's an interesting um, beat. You know, it's like you can add a lot of. I, I feel like it's you know not very straightforward. You can do some really creative stuff with the charts. Um, cool. Yeah, it's kind of like you know if you if you look at like Vanquish the Ghost, the yeah, sort of the yeah. drum part in the middle. It's you, you could do. Stuff like that. Yep, yep. Yeah, it's my favorite song in DDR. I, I, I want uh, Megalara Garuda from U-Beat. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, there's a very... It's by Soon? Soon. Oh, Soon. Who did uh, Cozy, Cozy Catastrophe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a very cool song that there's been some ITG charts, or Stepmania charts, whatever you want to call it, for it, that, cool. are, that are really cool. But I would like to see it in DDR. Um, uh Expander is another artist that has a lot of songs totally. in, in U-Beat. Uh, I don't know about other I think other, that's Soda Fujimori, right? Oh, yeah, it's probably an alias. Um, that I, I like those styles of songs. I don't necessarily know how good they translate to DDR. Just put but, everything in. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, I don't yeah. care what they that, play that, that's in. That's the thing. Good. That's yeah. the thing is, like, there's, I, I don't particularly play other music games that much, but, like, whenever I do, I'm like, man, this song is good. Or I just, I'll just listen to 2DX stuff on, on sound, you yeah. know, on, on YouTube or whatever, or just put... Usao's entire album. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. made so many good choices Nato, with Nato's. Ace. Like, yeah. just yeah. go listen to Ember Light. Like, Ember Lights is like the best Bamani song I've ever heard by like a million miles, and it's on Rootage or Rutage, whatever. And uh, yeah, like, 2DX music is great. These are all just good reasons to be excited about Ace 2O. Yeah, I mean, do you think there will be revivals because it's an anniversary mix? I, I. Obviously, hope so. So, like they they need they need to put cartoon heroes in there as oh, the as yeah. the thirteen that it is, and uh, you oh know God. how funny would it be if they just be... put thirteen point five? Like they literally just split the difference, yeah. and it's like the only thirteen point five yeah, in the, the game. Yeah, if they actually introduce <laughs> decimals, point, decimal ratings. Not for real though. They they got to put butter, butterfly in there. Butterfly, yeah. The Course K remix yeah. uh, from Dance Rush. Oh, I mean, so come good. on, it's got a. It's free. Got 
It's well, free, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> yeah. They already licensed it for Dance Rush. Guys, I played my first game of Dance Rush in Japan. First you, time? How, was it amazing to play I on? played for two straight hours. Oh, nice. Just Dance Rush. It's fun. It's so fun. Every once in a while, I'll play a game of it at, at uh, in San Jose. So round fun. one. I'm it, totally sold. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you haven't played Dance Rush, just go play it. it it's it, really fun. It's good training for the new gold cabs. <laughs> yeah, it is. Good um, music. I mean, I consider myself a very competitive, serious DDR player, and I I had so much fun playing it, my girlfriend literally had to tell me we had to leave the arcade. <laughs> did, did you did you care about score at all? Were you paying, no. uh, paying attention to score zero. at all? Zero. Yeah. Like, literally zero. Yeah, I, I would like don't. I would see it because it pops up when you finish the song. Yeah, yeah. But, like... I was just like trying to dance, and it's like so fun. Yeah, like, I, don't, I, I don't know how to describe did, it. Did you get exhausted? Yeah, yeah. I, was tired. I, I, I haven't had a chance to watch the Dance Rush KAC yet. It's you should. But it's I, so I, sick. Yeah, I've heard it's very good. It's sick. Um, that they did a mix of score and like judge yeah. style points. Oh no, kidding! It's yeah. so cool. It wasn't just based on on score. That or, sounds awesome. Uh, I was such a skeptic, and I'm like, I'm like, on. I'm it's on pretty the cool. Like. The the thing that I like has not quite like drawn me in about it is that I think with DDR there's a lot of like emergent gameplay yeah. that comes out of it where yeah. like people figure out how to do things in DDR they they basically just give you the pieces on the playfield and they're like hey figure this out and then we do mm-hmm. but with Dance Rush they clearly like label which they label to what to do oh, yeah. and like they clearly have something a hundred percent in mind exactly how you're supposed to be doing it. Which yeah. I think there's like a limitation to that where like the ceiling is not quite as high in terms of score. Yeah. But if you don't care about score, who cares? It, it's still the first uh, version I though. I mean, like even when Sound Voltex came out, the ceiling wasn't very high. Yeah. And they, they added more things to Sound Voltex, yeah. like like holds on the bottom two. Or I think in the first version there was only holds on the bottom two buttons. And then, and then they, and, they, and then, they and then they added taps to them later or and something they, they like totally, that. They totally they totally redid the uh, difficulty scale too. Yeah. And, so uh, yeah. So I mean, Dance Dance Rush is still in its first version. So yeah. I mean, who knows what they'll add in the future? They'll add hands maybe. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be sick. I yeah. liked hands in ITG. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, I mean, kind of, it could make sense for Dance Rush even. I think so. I would play it if you're looking for a, a new rhythm game to pick up that's fun. I would not pick it up as like a substitute for like. If you're into like technical DDR, you get tired. It depends how hard you exert yourself. If your uh, if your goal is just to like get a high score, you will never get tired, because um, you can pretty much like you minimize, do, yeah, barely do move, yeah. But, but if, if you're, you're if you're actually like if you if you're like pretending you're like I don't know like at some <laughs> show and you're like trying to shuffle and like T step and stuff, you're gonna get really tired. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I get exhausted every time. Yeah, you, you me gotta, too. Like you're moving yeah. your arms to like and to jumping. Like, yeah, and then you're just like sliding yeah. and stuff. And yeah, I get like more lot. tired playing a dance rush eight than I do like a DDR eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just because my body's not used to moving those muscles. But right. One of my favorite things about playing Dance Rush in Japan, too, is uh, they often, uh, not every arcade, but some arcades will have like a little coat rack where they'll have like a hat that you can put on and little accessories, <laughs> like one of those uh, those fluffy pink scarves that you can put on. You can record yourself? Yeah, that, that's I, why I they do that. it. Yeah. yeah, they do that so yeah. that you can be you, a star. You can yeah. go get the, the, the uniform, the train conduction... Denshin to go. And do a Denshin to go freestyle. With the gloves and everything. 
that's, that's very clever. <laughs> that is a uh, train simulation game where you literally <laughs> pick one of Japan's main train lines. And <laughs> yep. You conduct a train. Did you play that one when you were in Japan? Uh, not this year. Last year I did. Yeah. That was at fun. KC last year. Oh, it was? Yeah. Oh. Or at J-Po, rather. J-Po, 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 yeah. J-Po. Yes. Yeah. Do you guys good. have any predictions for Ace, Ace 2-0? <laughs> like some like real predictions like maybe that we haven't already talked about I, I do think that uh, something will happen to the difficulty scale that's my prediction I don't think they're going to change it yet I mean it, other than maybe adding a 20 but I don't think that they'll adjust the difficulty scale again mm. I think that they might songs be... might get re-rated I don't know yeah, yeah I mean that always happens I, I have a feeling they might go for something like uh, Drum Mania or Guitar Freaks where uh, every song is rated on a scale from 0 to 100 um, which is far more granular. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, they, yeah, they use decimal points, right? Yeah. yeah it's like eight point five, but mm-hmm. yeah, basically the same. So yeah, I mean, they could. There's so many songs now that that just I think is gonna be necessary. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that the if you look at if you kind of like go through the the levels folders on on DDR, I just mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like the distribution is is getting a little bit out of whack. Totally. I mean. They still haven't done anything for 2DX. Everything is still a 12. 12 that's yeah. true. Oh that, my god. It seems like they've except they so except much. I guess they add the legendary legendaria tag or whatever, which indicates it's even harder. Than even that. harder. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's still a 12. They'll never change that. Yeah. Though. I mean, it's, but, a fl- it's a flashing 10 basically. But yeah. um, I I hope they'll add some more speed mods, like 4.25, 4.75. I could see a that. little bit more granularity. Uh, I well, I think they'll do that at least. I hope they'll add floating speed mods. Yeah. Um, like, so like an M mod. Yeah, Stadia. where in in many other you know Bomani games, Pump you, you can just choose like a very specific like I want to read at 630 BPM. Yep. Um, and DDR is slacking in that because mm, yeah. it's basically the only game that doesn't have it, as far as I know. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was watching some of my friends play Dromania, and the amount of options that they have... I mean, I guess DDR also has a lot of options, but, I mean, you can, like, literally move where the the target line is yeah. in, in Dromania. You can, like, move it up higher or, or lower. You can and, do that in 2DX And well. you can, like, change... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I play with Lift. You, you can change what, the, like, the, the explosion animation is, which you can do in 2DX, too, like... All these other games just have so many, so much more granularity in their their yeah. options and customization. I think lifting would be really good for the new cab. Too. Yeah. If, if it's too far down mm-hmm. and you play in reverse, you can just lift <laughs> it up. Yeah. It, it just DDR just seems so bare bones compared to so many yeah. of the other Bamani titles that I don't understand why. It seems like the teams don't even like communicate with each other or they're just not even aware of what the other products have. <laughs> like, why would you not have these things? Um, I it it's kind of baffling to me. I wonder. I mean, I feel like there's probably some reason for why they haven't changed the speed mod stuff. Like as far as like when I when I look at like the floating high speed options in other games, it kind of makes things a little easier. I mean, would but, you, wouldn't but, you say? Well, yes, but why would you do it for some games, but specifically not for DDR? I mean, like just hypothetically saying, like DDR out of all the other games is probably one of the easiest to read and the difficulty might have to come from somewhere. I, I read some interview that uh, Aaron in Japan did with some Konami executives or some Konami DDR people uh, a couple of years ago. And I don't know how truthful it was, and but it seemed like they kind of hinted at that as like a reason for why they didn't add like uh, what for why they did stuff like having um, double BPMs and 
kind of like force people to read slowly and, and things like and that. And stops and things, yeah. which mm-hmm. other games don't have. As much. Yeah, I mean, technically, 2DX doesn't even have stops, right? It just slows down to like 2 BPM. It does. Well, I can't say I remember it, seeing very but many it, stops. It, but, I think but, people, but, people, but, don't people in 2DX like hate tempo changes? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like what but, possession and like fat. has a stop. Oh, I don't know. I don't play, but yeah. I, but but it's not nearly as prevalent as it yeah. is in DDR. No, totally it, it is the thing. There's no chaos or Pluto. Yeah, or even just normal songs that just have a stop or multiple stops mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, yeah, it, it's a lot more common in DDR. My um, pretty, I'll keep mine short. Mine's just like I just think that they're gonna revive a bunch of songs and they're gonna they're all gonna have any charts. Mm. I hope. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want like. End of the century challenge oh, yeah, seventeen. Because <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think that that if they don't do that, then like, why are they even calling it? Why are they doing 20th anything? Right? <laughs> like twentieth anniversary. Like, yeah. why are you gonna call yeah. something? Boom boom dog. KOGG three mix. Oh 16? man, that'd be so good. I'm down. <laughs> um, go go go! Just all jump steps. Go 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 go! go. Sorry. <laughs> That might have clipped a little bit. Yeah, that, yeah. We got, we got really into it. We got now. into the red there. Um, I uh, do you think there'll be any new or like bringing back courses or, or modes or a skill tracker type of thing? I hope they do. Like, I Chris yes, mentioned this any of them. Uh, in in his like interview uh, last year. interview last year. So I think they've got to do it. They've got to do it. They've got to add Oni courses or Don courses or something. It's It seems like, uh, in my opinion, I think courses are unlikely because courses require, like, maintenance. Like, they, like, this, it's it's not going to be the same songs. Like, either they're going to have to keep adding songs and keep adding courses. I mean... Or they're going to have to update the courses. Well, I mean, they, courses do, they do, do that random. for 2DX, though, is that they keep, they'll keep the same course for multiple versions. Yeah, yeah. but I don't like that. I think that's kind of... Like they get just because you don't like it doesn't mean they're not <laughs> like, going to do yeah. that. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I but even even then, it's not that hard to change the course. I mean, to change the courses. I mean, how many different Oni courses and non-stop courses does Extreme have? Like 30, 40? I think they should just make it so that the tap set of the week is just a... <laughs> it's just in that's, that's the only course. I mean, the only I course. mean but uh, other games do that, too. They have, like, weekly... That's true. Yeah. yeah. Weekly yeah. songs weekly or whatever. Yeah. Weekly challenges. Yeah. I mean, there's so much that is just like left off yeah. the table, uh, and they'll do it all. <laughs> We're ready. I'm ready. assuming they're gonna do all of it. My body is ready. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah, some kind of skill tracker though would be really great. You know, something like Live Four, like uh, built into the software. Yeah, yeah I, I really want some kind of official ranking system. Like, yeah. I, I want, I want to be able to say like, okay, like. I passed like seven, seven Don or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Well, it was cool. It was in, Sixteen uh, Don. I don't know. <laughs> like <laughs> whatever. In, on uh, on DDR twenty fourteen was the last one where you would sign in and then the the card that shows in the very beginning with your like name and DDR code Enjoy and stuff. level. Yeah, it actually had a number there. It's kind of meaningless because it's more about how, how many times. Yeah, how many times you played and not how good you are, but. Um, that was still something I kind of paid attention to. I thought it was cool when somebody would sign in at the arcade that you hadn't met before, and you go, "Ooh, you know, like high you, level." You've played three thousand games of DDR. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I, just kind of flex, I would, flex I would, the arcade. I would prefer something more skill based. But as we mentioned, Life Four. Another quick plug for Life Four. Uh, they just introduced two new rankings. There's one at the bottom now. Uh, by the way, Life Four is a, a fan made and, and organized uh, DDR ranking system. We had an episode about it, if you haven't listened to it. Um, 
they just added two new rankings, wood uh, at the very bottom. If you're just now getting in, into DDR, it's about um, in the range of like six, sixes, sevens, eights, I think. Um, Which is, yeah, that's that's pretty good. So if you're... If you're um, it's four, five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I know because Cat's doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. so, uh, yeah, so yeah, it goes. Yeah, it goes. Up. Basically, if you've graduated from beginner and you're playing on mm-hmm. uh, light mode now, then yeah. you can you can take part in life four. Yeah, um, and then also another tier of rankings at the top, uh, amethyst, Ooh. which uh, at the very least you have to PFC the fourteen folder. In addition to which is hard. That's yeah, a tough one. Yeah. yeah, I just got the green for Cobalt Three, man. <laughs> oh my god! And now I have to do gold for all the fourteens. You I got wish... you got Cytokinesis, Wow yeah. Dory. You take it from me; it takes a long time. Please, I played a Wow Dory like twelve times the other day. Still didn't get it. Jeez. I wish I could PFC the fourteen folder of only expert charts and not the difficult charts. Dude, the difficult charts are very hard. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really, the only very difficult one is Pluto the first, yeah. and and like chaos. Uh, chaos. Chaos is not difficult. Pluto, that's oh, expert. Oh right, chaos Pluto. Expert. Oh, difficult. Yeah, but I mean, you still got psychokinesis. You got yeah. Power I think Tohoku three. is hard. Yeah. Tohoku. Also not a gimme. What did I think? Yeah, I have difficult songs. Um, and I have, I have two difficult songs and the rest expert. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's a slog. Yeah, so, but, anyway, anyway, that's our, that's our, it, until DDR adds their own system, yeah. you can do Life 4. There's now, like, over 300 entrants. It's crazy. That's amazing, um, yeah. So, I mean, I, that just goes to show the, the level of interest in it. Uh, it's starting to get uh, Japanese players. Uh, DDR Koji is actually ranked uh, <laughs> a- a- Amethyst 3 right off the bat. <laughs> Excellent. Which is very impressive. Yeah, so the cool thing about Life 4, also, if you're not familiar with it, is it, it kind of gives you a set of goals to, to shoot for, which is uh, a common thing that people used to write in uh, to the podcast about, which is they would go to the arcade and not know what to, not what, not know what to play exactly or what to shoot for. So Life 4 is pretty awesome for that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and stick with that until, until, into, into, until I mean even even if DDR has its own uh you know built in one life force is still good and yeah there's a yeah there's there's that. always going to be some kind of issue with whatever Konami does <laughs> unless it's perfect which <laughs> is sweet. probably not going to happen <laughs> which but sweet it could be ooh ace was pretty good we just got another question and hot off the presses what licenses would you like to see in a20 mm. uh, either western licenses or anime Ghosts. licenses yeah bring back ghosts ghosts um more ariana grande perhaps <laughs> yeah I, I i just want them to put more pop music in so normies get hooked boom bye yeah k-pop k-pop yeah can we put more uh porter robinson or virtual self stuff? yes yes virtual just self put the ep in the entire yeah, the whole thing just put the whole thing eon break new 20 <laughs> sure it's just it just the last like two minutes of Eon Break. Just do everything. It's just speed core. Speed core and more. Yeah, you'll never please us. Nothing will be enough. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not oddly enough that I worked in radio for a while, but I am not super up on the pop music. What are the kids listening to nowadays? Uh, I, somebody, somebody, somebody named uh, Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, Fortnite. I've Fortnite heard... and Ninja. I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah. No, but I mean, speaking of which, uh, Marshmallow. I mean, if they're Marshmallow's music, may maybe <laughs> might show up. Um, 
The Ro- Roger's a big fan. Questions why though? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, not he's, a big fan. He, he, <laughs> he's a big artist right now though, and creates dance-ish music. Yeah, yeah. So. I've never even heard of it. But, I, but I mean, I mean, we got like he's an little, object head DJ. Yeah, we got <laughs> oh, okay. Montgomery Gentry. He makes so that like up? so like who? Huh? He made that up, right? Yeah, he created that idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah never been done before. Um, Buckethead was the first. <laughs> oh, I mean, can we put, Bless Buckethead. Can we put Bucketheads? Yo, I'm so down to play Jordan and like, I don't know, weird ass Buckethead songs. We need Cotton Eye Joe in there. <laughs> uh, we need Sandstorm. Barbie Girl. Sandstorm. 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 Let's yeah. face it. Yeah. Right, speaking of revivals. That's the license I want. There's your answer. I mean, it was it was in home version. Actually, it was in like Max home version or something. To honestly answer this, some early two thousands, late nineties electronica licenses. Unlikely. It it seems. Give me Airbase. That's what they should do because it would you know, you know, call back. Yeah, call back to to the the era. Exactly. They should honestly. They should put some more hip hop music in DDR. Absolutely. What are they doing? I was just gonna say. I'm. I'm. I pulled up. I pulled up the Billboard Top 100 right they now. They like Migos and like Travis Scott Sicko Mode. Yeah, they could do that, and then <laughs> you would have so oh, many people. Reggaeton would be really good in DDR. Yeah, there's there, yeah. there's so much I mean, stuff they yeah, could do. Post Malone has two of the top ten songs. Post Malone, he's right? DDR. He's that'd be, big. That'd be Cardi wild. B. Yeah, like put that stuff in this game. Have it in the attract loop and. You're gonna get tons of people mm-hmm. drawn to the game, and that's that's what they need to be doing. Which the cool thing about uh, David Buster's in particular is like that's the only rhythm game there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's not. Hey, they have they have me. pump it up. Uh oh, right. It's, yeah. over, it's over by the bathroom. And piano keys <laughs> by the bathrooms. Oh yeah, grand piano keys. Yeah, it's yeah. a rhythm game. And Guitar Hero. And Guitar Hero. Uh, so there you go. Just eat your words. <laughs> and depending on how you uh. They got spin and win, which is kind of a rhythm game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chris uh, what's the the lock pick one? Uh, I don't know. There's a lock pick <laughs> game that you hit a button. It's, it it feels kind of rhythmic as you're doing it. It's pretty fun. Which I guess is, you can do anything rhythmically. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of doing anything rhythmically, how about some upcoming tournaments? There are a lot of upcoming tournaments. We got uh, Fresno Pinty. Frenzy coming up. Yeah. Oh. Fresno Frenzy 3. Fresno Frenzy 3. It's the third entry in the Fresno Frenzy series. I think that's on 420. It is? Yes. So that's April 20th. Yeah. Oh, uh, maybe... On A20. Maybe A20 will be coming out. (laughs) Whoa, I never realized A20 is April 20th, which is 420. (gasps) It's going to come out then. Is that is that our prediction? It's going to come out on on 420? Yeah, either that or uh, uh, 20 November. That's way too that far off. That would suck. Far off. <laughs> so far yeah. off. And we got uh, so the past two Fresno Frenzy tournaments have been really good, uh, and this this tournament series is in Fresno, California, and you'll see us if you come to this tournament. Um, pretty big deal. We'll be there streaming and. Hey, we'll, and that's we'll that, you can't you can't say that. You can't that's say a trade deal. That's trademarked. <laughs> trademarked. You, you, can't, you can't say it's Texas. a big deal. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Big deal is, is a, <laughs> the phrase big deal is a trademark of the big the deal. Big, big deal gaming. LLC, <laughs> which is uh, another tournament series. Same month, right? Also April? No, it's, it's March. 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 And I'll a, be going to that. It's like March 31st. I can't I wait for that. Close enough. I'll It'll be, be so going fun. too, but I haven't booked my flight yet. Oh, nice. So hopefully... Yeah, I'm super excited for that. Um, I the, won't be able to make it, but I'm um, very excited that it's going to be as big as it is. It's uh, Dave... Uh, Evil Dave is running the tournament, yeah, and it's got a lot of entrants already. 
which is it's crazy. Over over a hundred over a hundred people entered D- the DDRA's tournament. Yeah, yeah. they got it's... other games there too. Um, uh, there's gonna be uh, Girl Apocalypse qualifiers, which is a uh, ITG uh, sort of stamina hard stuff kind of song or uh, tournament. Um, is that an internet tournament? Or is it... Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's the, no. the qualifier. The qualifiers are remote. Uh, so this the qualifier period runs uh, February 18th through March 3rd. So if you're a girl that plays ITG, that is the tournament for you. Um, it's like in France in the summer or something. Oh. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got a shout out uh, CEO 2019 uh, in Daytona Beach. It's going to be on June 28th through the 30th. And uh, last year, really big uh, DDR Extreme Pro tournament. It was the biggest DDR tournament in pretty much recent memory. I don't know if it was maybe ever. Uh, over 100 people entered. And this year, we're going to try and make it even better. So come to that if you're in the uh, the East Coast area, or even if you're not, just fly fly to Florida and hang out and play some DDR Extreme. Yeah, speaking of CEO, which uh, is a fighting game tournament, uh, uh, well, I guess I was the only one that was at Genesis. Genesis yeah. 6 this past weekend, uh, we had a DDR Extreme uh, Pro tournament there, and uh, it was tech and freestyle, which was really cool. And it's, yes, as we've talked about before, it's just really cool for the music games to get involved with, with the fighting game kind of community. Um, got a lot of spectators and, and people just like asking questions or just random people playing that play fighting games just decide to enter. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. Chris, I'm, I'm... Chris made it back. Uh, from Japan just in time to make sure that I couldn't win. Or, when I saw, or he, when I saw win him or... win, I was just like, wait a second. <laughs> wasn't, like, he in Japan? wasn't he just in Japan like yesterday? <laughs> yeah. He, that's so funny. He messaged me that morning asking me if I was going to go. <laughs> and I was like, I'm in LAX, dude. I'm waiting for my transfer. And he was just like, he's like, all right, chill. And that's the last I heard of him. <laughs> and then he, yeah. <laughs> and then he just Show, goes and wins. Showed up and won. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Chris got first. Uh, Chaos got second. Ty got third, and I got fourth, which nice. means I didn't get a cool Genesis uh, medal. M- medal. Oh, just that was ba- top three. Just barely missed it. Yeah, it's top three, but uh, still a very cool tournament. And I watched uh, Melee and Ultimate, uh, the the top eight finals on Sunday. Like I watched the streams of them. Um, it's just really like I've never sat down really and watched like a whole tournament like that. But I was kind of paying attention to the stream. And, and like how they do things, how they, they commentate, yeah. you know, taking notes, you know, you know, for our own tournaments and, and for these other tournaments that are run of like how we can, you know, present them better uh, and, and just keeping an eye out for like sort of some things that they do. Obviously, they have a lot more people working behind the scenes there than, than we do. But yeah, um, yeah just kind of kind of taking some notes, see how we can push tournaments to be uh you know, it's but, definitely interesting. It's it's a far more mature um, streaming uh, atmosphere. I think they like, well the, the 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 commentators not so much. Well, I I was kind of thinking like in the way that they sound like the, to me they they almost they already sound like actual sports announcers to me like now. Yeah, which I, I I thought was impressive. Yeah, I mean they they still have like personality like yeah. uh, Toph who we had on the show here before was one of the commentators for uh, Melee Top Eight. Uh, all the way through the finals and stuff. Toph and uh, Scar is kind of his... Uh, they, they have like a podcast or a YouTube show or something together. So they were both the commentators mm. um, for Top 8. And I mean, obviously they know the game super well, um, but, you know, they, they have their own like banter and stuff, which I mean, it's the same thing with football too, that, you know, the 
the commentators on football kind of have their own personalities. Like people. Yeah. You know, yeah. People have personalities. Yeah. What a concept. So <laughs> I, I don't think it's necessarily about just being robotic and, and you know, just. There's describe, an arrow coming up. Describing, <laughs> He's going to hit it. Yeah, describing he specific, hit the arrow. This, Boom, this, marvelous, marvelous, marvelous. Yeah, which, which yeah. Speaking, speaking of which, speak, sp- speaking of commentators, uh, Fit Twix, uh, this guy Leon, he's a player from F- oh, Florida, yeah. uh, did the commentary for the Super Extra Exclusive stream. And he kind of switched off with um, uh, Koji, yeah. uh, <laughs> and he's, he's just incredible, incredible like color commentator. Yeah. of just like super hype. I was taking notes during that one. He he was just very funny. Yeah, just the most hype person you can imagine. Uh, just so much fun to to watch and, and or to listen to. Yeah. Um, just ha- having that added layer. Yeah. Um, we no, gotta we gotta have him do more commentary. Yeah. Though I, the one thing I will say that the difference between. DDR like DDR is like golf where like while you're playing you just want everybody to be super quiet whereas with Smash they have and I imagine other fighting game tournaments I mean they wear headsets to block out the note like the players are still wearing headsets but like you can't really do that for DDR like we can't play with headphones but like they have the commentators like live commentating to the live audience there of like what's happening and like adding to the the excitement and stuff and it's just like by nature of ddr being a music game and like you having to pay attention to the music is that you can't have that like loudspeaker like right. literally having people casting to the the in-person crowd there so it's you know much more of a behind this we just, need to do like a silent disco thing where you yeah, give everyone every, headphones yeah right <laughs> every like tune into that would be cool actually whatever yeah, yeah we could do that thing. we could just have like a it'd be you know, well, a stream or something and then i mean it'd be delayed yeah. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. Oh, it's just, possible. Just, yeah, it's, it's I mean, possible. we could yeah do something, but yeah, I just thought you know, it's it's something to to look out for for all for all all t- tournament organizers, not just yeah. us. But yeah, I mean, go go watch you know the top eight. Or you know, if anybody, any of our listeners, if you if you like listen to uh, some esports that we haven't mentioned before, like for a game that we haven't uh, talked about, like it's not Smash or. Uh, fighting game. Yeah, if there's any way in which you think we suck, <laughs> yeah. uh, and we could not be bad, just tell us. <laughs> if you have any ideas, yeah, tell us because uh, this is the 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 world of DDR commentating is very young. So we're, we're things trying. are great right now, though. I think yeah. because we got lots of tournaments coming up. You know, the numbers for the entrance in all the tournaments are very high, super extra exclusive. The viewership for that was like. Was it over 300 people? No, between, because there was a Twitch stream and a YouTube stream. Yeah. And so, like, total, I think there was about 700 concurrent wow. viewers. That's more amazing. Than, more yeah. than the Super Bowl. Yeah, I at heard. one point. And, and, and for, the, for, the, <laughs> uh, for the U.S., it was, like, it was at, like, the finals were at, like, 3 a.m. or something. Like, yeah, it's crazy. 2 a.m. And there was still, uh, it, I think there were more viewers a little bit earlier on, actually. Yeah. Um, which oddly enough is the same thing that happened for for Genesis is that Melee, which was before mm. Ultimate Smash yeah. Ultimate, had more viewers uh, just because of time zones and stuff. But yeah, I think they're like between the two channels. Maybe there's some people in both. I, like I was in both Twitch and YouTube. But yeah, there there's like 700 concurrent at least at one point when I looked. So it could have even been higher. So we got that. We got new DDR cabinets showing up in round ones all across the country. Oh, yeah. yeah, we got. New DDR machines being built by Konami. We got a new version of DDR coming out from Konami soon. So I think this means that we got a lot, lot of life left, and things are just getting better and better. 
kind of unbelievable, I think. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you asked us before Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, so a lot to be excited about. Do you want to uh, go into the top side of the week? Yeah. Why don't you start us off? Okay. I will. So, <clears throat> the song that I chose for the song, the set of the week, is Wadatsumi, which uh, is a single Japanese character in the game, but it's... Uh, We'll, we'll have a picture of this on, on our Twitter feed. It's the weird lady with the horns. It, it translates to sea god. Yeah. It's the 16 that you probably can't do the end of. Uh, yeah, so that, that that's why I, uh, I've been thinking about it a lot, because uh, it's got a crazy ending, and it's also just a great song in general. I can't get the song out of my head. It's pretty... So Wadatsumi is my choice, and of course you can don't have to play the 16. Uh, for the taps of the week, you can play any difficulty. Yep. So that's my choice. I'm going to choose The Lonely Streets. <laughs> it's uh, a 13 on Challenge. I think it's a 12 or a 11 on Expert. Don't know the other ratings, but I really like the Challenge chart. Uh, it's really fun. Got some 16th note crossovers in there. Uh, it's also a hip-hop song. I was just talking about how they need to have more hip-hop in TDR. So uh, let's play that one. Were you looking for the answers? Looking of, for the answers. Of, what, of how they should improve DDR? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> looking for the answers. Speaking of hip-hop, I got one. Doing it, moving, doing it, moving, dance, dance, revolution. Those are actually some of the lyrics to Taj he spits. <laughs> Did you know that? I bet you didn't. Oh, mead he spits. But, but, we don't want to fight, no, no. I bet you didn't know that that was the first line. But <laughs> I didn't know he it. said dance, dance, revolution. You're going to play it, and you're going to listen for those lines now. Yeah. Taj he spits is a uh, Bay Area rapper. Wow. Oh, yeah. Taj he spits. Surprised we don't see him around at... Uh... Saramonte. <laughs> We're making I, worldwide hits. Well, I don't think the... I, yeah, I guess the composition and lyrics are actually done by Taji Spitz. I, I'm, I'm not sure if it's the same guy, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, is, it is the same guy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, my pick will be the most 15 of 14s. Uh, Samurai <laughs> Shogun versus Master Ninja. Mm. It's, yeah, Stamina 14. Relentless 8th note <laughs> runs. Yeah. Is that the extra stage? <laughs> No, you can not play this on extra stage because it's really hard. You can play whatever you want on extra stage of your tap set of the week. Hashtag tap set of the week on. Oh yeah, we we chose f four songs. Yeah. Whatever. You can <laughs> just play them. Yeah, you can play mine extra stage because it's easy on all difficulties. There you go. But yeah, Samurai Shogun versus Master Ninja. I think it's probably one of those fourteens that people avoid, <clears throat> which I did for a long time because I think I played it once and was like, man, this is not fun. But then I played it more times and I was like, man, this is more fun than I thought it was. <laughs> this uh, is about what I expected. Yeah, no, but like once you kind of get the hang of it, it uh, just don't try and cross over like any of it because... Uh, you it's slow enough. You don't no, no, it's not slow enough. It's very fast. It's, it's like two twenty. It's two. No, it's really? like it's like two sixty. Two sixty. Yeah, it's yeah. double BPM. It's very fast. Uh, so you have to double step very quickly. But if you try to cross over, you will get wrecked because you end up. Yeah, you'll end up facing. I don't know. I I backwards. I cross some of it over. Yeah, you, th just... there are parts that you can cross over, but if you cross over the wrong parts, you will uh, regret it. Um, but yeah. So that's my pick. Oh, that's right. For some reason, I thought it was 96 BPM because it had 96. No, that's the artist. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> that's the artist. The artist is 96, <laughs> yeah. which is the same guy who did First Time. Who oh. doesn't work for Konami anymore. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. So, fun fact. Uh, that is our tab set of the week. Um, I think that's the episode, too. Yeah. Actually, before we sign off, I just want to say this funny comment I saw on Remy Wiki for about 96. 
He said, It was my first time to participate in DDR with an original song. There were various technical difficulties, but I learned a lot. <laughs> progressing every day. Huh. Wow. That's music software for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Straight uh, from the 96 himself. Speaking of music software, our intro and outro song was composed in some sort of music software by Fraxel. FL Studio. Yeah, by Fraxel. That's right, yeah. Uh, now for the Mac. Called uh, Watch It Burn. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at SF underscore Evolved. We have a Discord. We have a Facebook page. Just search SF Evolved. Uh, we got a YouTube and a Twitch. You can watch the, the VODs from Genesis Tournament, uh, Extreme Pro Tournament. We got a Pinterest. <laughs> we, we got a TikTok. We got a oh, Google Plus is shutting down though, so you don't got one of those. Yeah, jump off that train. We got a VK V Contact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, as always, thank you for listening and thank, thank you, you for playing. <laughs>